0: Everybody, Coach John Daly, back again, live part two, and Doctor Jeff Lips, how sitting at his kitchen table, I got my coffee, he's got his water. I hope you, wherever you're listening to this, and whenever you listen to it, you got your favorite beverage as well. Jeff, take us down the uh, pathway of uh, what you want to talk about in part two today. I really
1: wanted just to catch you up and the listeners up with the last two weeks since we did our original podcast. You know, so we did one right after Thanksgiving i believe it was that sunday so it's been a good two weeks since you and i really connected i know the podcast that we just did previously with jason and i it was powerful stuff mm. and so it, it it was it was deep it was very emotional so i wanted to kind of just give the readers a little bit of i meant the readers i'm sorry the listeners uh, a little synopsis of the two weeks that uh, the things that have been happening in my life and, awesome. and so they're good things and I want to do this – I do this all the time, Jeff. I focus on my blessings, my lessons, and the relationships that I have each and every single day with different people. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I'm just very grateful for each and every moment, especially in the current moment. So I wanted just to share all this, and it was just fascinating. So to kind of pick it up um, – so we'll pick it up on that Tuesday, which would be November 28th, OK? I listened to another Oprah Super Soul podcast. I love this. I love this stuff. I I can't even begin to describe to you how amazing her podcasts are, uh, but the particular podcast I'm going to talk about, and she had three guests with her that talked about spiritual awareness. Mm. Okay, and the three guests, their names were Maria Farello, Mastin Keep, and Gabriel Bernstein. Okay, the second I heard this podcast, I shared it with you. Yes. And do um, so. Do you remember
0: exactly yes. what exactly I'm talking
1: about, my yes. friend?
0: And I believe you were motivated
1: enough when you heard this to make a video for your basketball team. Is that correct?
0: Yes, I did. And uh, there was a short little, uh, it was less than two minutes, maybe a minute and a half that just was covering something about, you know, um, you know, that purpose and, and leaning on each other and being together and stuff like that. And so I recorded it in a short little video for my team and got some good feedback from from a couple of the girls that they came right up and gave me a hug and thanked me for doing that. and. And uh, I told him I said it was because of you. You know, I mean, I, you've lit me up with with Oprah's uh, podcast. That's definitely something on everybody's to do list to listen to that soulful uh, conversations.
1: I remember watching that video because you shared it with me, and you were just pointing right at that video as soon as you heard the key message that you wanted to hear and share. It was awesome. Mm. It was extremely awesome. But let me just give a quick synopsis on some of the three things that were said in that particular podcast that was just blew my mind away, honestly. Yes. And So what they they focused on was forgiveness is the bedrock of spiritual awareness. Mm. So let me say it again. What they focused on was forgiveness is the bedrock of spiritual awareness. Powerful, powerful stuff. So they were then interviewing, Oprah was then interviewing all three of those people. Mm -hmm. And the first person um, that Oprah asked was Maria. And so Marie basically said that when you are present with everything in your life, you see everything in 3D or HD. What do you think about that? Say that again. When you are present, yes, you see everything in 3D
0: or HD. Yes, that was uh, one of the messages I gave uh, to the team, and one of the one of my uh, you know, team members there, Olivia, she's junior, came up and said that message hit with her because about being present in the moment. And for her, it helps to be present in the moment when she's talking. Mm. And we get on the girls all the time about talking out there on the floor during a game yeah. where you're communicating with each other. You're, you're, you're saying, hey, I got help over here. Watch the screen coming to your right. You know, real quick, little quick feeders. And Olivia's are one of our best communicators. And she said, you know what, Coach, when I'm doing that, I do see everything clear. And, and it helps her to be present in that moment of the game and it, it is a powerful thing to where things slow down, things become clear, uh, almost like a, a finite laser type thing where you just, that's all that's going on. Uh, and so that, that powerful point I think is good, no matter if you're playing basketball or not, if you can just remember to be in in the present moment, that's all you got going on right now. Things kind of become clear. That's a oh, great point. I'll just, love I that.
1: honestly love it. I really do. Because that's, I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety, um, anxiety. You know, with students I work with, you know, mm-hmm. and they talk about how they're anxious about what they're going to expect next. And really, I, I, I refocus them. I go, what is happening right now? We're having a conversation of how to get through class, you know, not what's going to happen tomorrow, not what's going to happen the next day, but being really present right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's awesome, buddy. So next, um, Oprah then uh, wanted to share Mastin's Keith's story, okay? And it was a powerful story. All right, so let me let me give you a little nugget on what that was, okay? Uh, Mastin was basically describing to Oprah his low point in his journey in life at that particular time, okay? And what, what had happened was he lost everything, John. So he was then living in an 8x8 eight eight room mm-hmm. in his ex-girlfriend's parents' house because that's the only place that he could find a place to live. He remembers sitting down and looking up and praying to God, and I'm sorry, kneeling down and praying to God. Why is all this happening to me? He even asked him, why is all this happening to me? He then at that moment he said he felt God talk to him. And he said, It's because this is the size of your faith in me right now. Yeah. That next week, okay, he already had something going. It's called the Daily Love. It's like a Facebook page where you know he he basically shares a lot of. Daily affirmations. He said Kim Kardashian followed him the next, way, the next week, tweeted out his information to everybody on her people, in her pages, and her social network that follow her. That same day, he gained over 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. He basically said that Kim Kardashian saved his life. It moved me. It really did. It, the The amount of understanding that once I let go of everything that I can't control... Give it all back to him. Everything will open up. Mm. Powerful stuff. Extremely powerful stuff. When that was discussed, what happened next was then Gabrielle Bernstein added to that. She said that whenever she's feeling disconnected from her higher power, and she's just not, she's kind of like in a funk, right? Mm. She would just then pick up her phone, find a friend to call on her phone, and say, listen, what can I do to help you? That's how she gets out of her funk, And it remind me of Jason because we just did that podcast with Jason. Mm-hmm. But to actively go out and seek support like that, just say, listen, who needs that? It? it doesn't even matter if you need it. Let me call you and to let you know how much I am there for you if you need anything. It's unbelievable. And it, this podcast is like several podcasts like that in a row. It's just powerful, powerful stuff. Okay? Yep. Um... The next day, I listened to another Oprah podcast. <laughs> I'm just on these Oprah <laughs> podcast kicks. I really am. And um, the next guest that she had on there was Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the author of Eat Pray Love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever read that. It's it's a really good book. It, it talks about uh, the hero's challenge and um, how to, you know if you're a woman, how to feel more empowered. Right. And she said, waiting is the weakest point you can be in. Once again, waiting is
0: the weakest point you can be in. Your thoughts? Mm. The first thing that popped in my head was, uh, if, you're, if you're sitting there waiting, arms folded, and you're not doing anything because you're waiting for something to come, something to arrive, something to happen, uh, it is dangerous because that it, we, we've learned things don't usually happen when you're just sitting there. Even though as much as you want it to happen, and you can pray about it, and I think there's been a lot of discussion about, you know, prayer is awesome, but prayer with action helps to create things. And that action, especially when it involves other people, and you just kind of clued it in to where, boy, when you when you get out of your own way and you go out and serve other people, the stuff that you're looking for, that you think you got to have, and you were just waiting for it to happen, it'll happen as you're out there doing work. It'll happen as you're out there doing something for somebody else. Um, and, it, you know, the story before, the eight eight-by-eight room, the size of your faith, a lot of us will turn to God at that moment when everything, oh, everything's shot to hell, right? I think the key is, it popped in my head then, turn to Him now. Oh, absolutely. You know, okay. Don't wait. Don't think that, oh, it's not bad enough yet, you know. Turn to Him now. Absolutely. And and, and grow where you're at rather than going down even further, Right. Somebody sees something outside here. Reminds me of when I'm home talking, uh doing my podcast and Kirby starts yapping and talking. So is that what you were looking for there, Jeff, as far as uh that little nugget? It was absolutely powerful. Sorry about that. Brownie oh, is please.
1: Brownie is brownie, let me put it like that. <laughs> Great stuff, seriously. Action. I heard action, that was the key word, and more than anything, that is the most important thing. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Thank you, brother. All right, moving on to my 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 weekly adventures. Let's put it like that. My daily adventures, you know. All right, on Thursday, eleven thirty, um, I got my braces off, John. I had my braces on for one year, and they finally came off.
0: Really? You
1: can see them right now, my friend. They've been off. Oh my god! It was awesome. I got home. I felt like a new man. Yeah, <laughs> I really did, buddy. The braces came off. The bottom teeth now are super straight. I'll show you the mold after we're done of how my teeth originally looked. Oh! And after a year, my teeth look amazing. Wow! And I feel amazing, honestly. Wow! Um, here's the interesting about thing about that. I told myself that when I got them on, I'm in a year. I'll be hopefully dating the person that I'm going to marry next. You know, by the time these suckers come off, I want to be dating that person. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now that's not happened, okay? <laughs> um, it's just not – it just come, it didn't come to fruition. But I set myself a goal. That's right. the only most important thing about it, you know? And that's what I want to that I understand, make sure everyone understands is that you got to have goals, right? Mm-hmm. So I set myself a goal. I wanted to eat my braces off after one year and then hopefully be dating someone that I'll be married to. That's not coming to fruition anytime soon, you know? Um, I know how I feel about this one special girl in my life right now, but – you know, it, it's it's going to take time, you know, and it's good to have goals, but I can't beat myself down for not achieving it, you know, right. trying to, because a lot of that has to do with what his plan is for me. Right. So being patient, understanding about that, but more than anything, I think that time frame about setting that type of goal, I think is truly important. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, moving on, uh, that Friday, which is the first of the month of December, okay, uh, my friends and I... My friends and I, my family and I went down to holiday Day nights down to Greenfield Village uh, in Dearborn, Michigan. And you and I were just talking a little bit about uh, some of the amazing things that happen in the state of Michigan, especially around the metro Detroit area, when it gets colder and, you know, the lights come out, you know. And there's a lot of festive things to do, let's put it like that, you know. And I just love my family, buddy. And I think holidays, once again, in the past were so hard for me. But now more than anything, as, as holiday events keep taking place, I feel so much more connected with my family now than I've ever had before because I just love being around them. And holidays is another time where people can get together and they can honestly share that time and that pockets of time with them. And it's just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. I never, oh, I just, you know, I'm really present now. That's all I can say. I'm really in the here and now, more than anything. And I just love those times, you know, and if I had to ask you where you live, buddy, in the past, present, future, what would you say right now?
0: Where Where do I live? Where in, do you live? Those Yeah. Three? yeah I those... definitely, definitely try living in the present. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's times I'm not always doing that. I know. Because I'm worried about the future. I know. Uh, and I look back to the past and, and still remember and, and, you know, learn lessons. But I've hit upon it a couple times recently in, in a couple of my podcasts that, you know, using the past is is... It's using the past as our best mentor. Mm. You know, the lessons that, because we lived that life. We, we were there, front and center, Absolutely. in our story, and learning from that. But not staying back there, yeah. but learning those lessons. So, yeah, definitely want to be in the present, especially after all this great stuff over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. On uh, Saturday,
1: 12-2, uh, I then uh, celebrated my 38th, 38th birthday. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. You know, 25 of my closest friends and I. we went down to Detroit. Uh, we went to a an adult arcade, basically, with where they sell our adult beverages. And, uh, you know, it's called Ready Player One. And, and it was awesome. It was a good time being around. Uh, my brother and my sister came down there, too. So it was a good time being around my family and my friends again. And so I'm just blessed. You know, I really mm-hmm. am. And then the following day, which is 12-3, um, was my actual 38th birthday. And so I turned 38 on that day, and I can't believe he's given me 38 years. Honestly, John, I can't believe it. I can't. Um, I shouldn't be here sometimes, you know. And I really shouldn't. I. Uh, <laughs> I know he has a larger purpose for me, uh, because he still wants me to continue each and every day, you know. But I really can't believe I made it 38 years, especially, especially when we first started this. Those first three years, like you know, when I was going through all that loss all that sadness, all that depression, I can't believe I'm here talking about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be alive for 38 years is a blessing, honestly. And um, I don't know. I'm just thankful for birthdays. It's kind of a good reset, you know. Mm-hmm. When's your birthday?
0: February 16th. So, yeah, I, I definitely—I look at mine, I just think about how young you are. i 38 <laughs> flipping years old. I'll be 52 in February. Um, I I don't dread birthdays. I, I I definitely look forward to them. As far as a uh, milestone and uh, reflection time, definitely I try and reflect not just on birthdays but pretty much every day and be thankful. And no, it, it is a uh, it is amazing. It is amazing to measure that. I looked at your.
1: Uh, I, actually, I didn't look at. I listened to your previous podcast last time, and you indicated that you're like about seventy five episodes into. Uh, the John Daly, you know, Coach to Success podcast, you know. And that's amazing. 75 podcasts within the years that, you know, you start. I mean, within the year that you started this, basically, you know. So when your birthday hits, it's that's a huge milestone, honestly. Yeah. Over 70-some podcasts. That's just it's amazing. All right, moving on. Uh, so that Monday uh, is uh, obviously December 4th. And reflecting on it, I had to listen to another oprah super soul podcast my friend i really did this time she interviewed someone named cheryl straight and she said something that really just it moved me it really moved me and I, I think i remember texting you too and i'm gonna share it with you and the listeners right now What cheryl said was, well, she said be brave enough to break your own heart
0: mm.
1: once again that was powerful stuff what she said was be brave enough to break your own heart and I share with this before with a lot of people. Your biggest struggle in life is when your heart and your mind want separate things, you know. And you have to choose. You know, do I trust my heart? Do I trust my mind? You know, and it's it's not an easy choice, right? Okay. Um, if I had to take it back to the context of my ex-wife more than anything, I would remember that you know I was still in love with Sarah. I really am. I, you know, to this day I will still say I love Sarah. I do. Um, I'm not in love with her like I used to be when I was married, but I love her. And I want the best for her. I think love is always trying to put someone's needs above your own. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I, I love her, you know, but I love a lot of people, you know, and I care a lot about her, I care a lot about Espy, a lot, tremendously. Um, but I knew she was never coming back. And I, 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 you know, when she divorced me, I knew she was never going to step foot through that door again, you know? And so I had to break my own heart. I had to break my own heart at that specific time. Mm. And I had to make sure that I trust how I felt um, with my mind, knowing that she was never going to come back, you know? Um, Has that ever happened to you, buddy? Have you ever had to break your own heart?
0: Well, I I mean, when I was thinking about that after you said that, um, I probably have, and I think part of it is, again, taking that risk, Mm -hmm. whether you share something with somebody or um, sometimes I think when I... Uh, do something pretty stupid and I got to apologize, you know, especially to my wife to try and make things right again. Uh, there's pain involved there. There's, um, you know, obviously, boy, if I could take that back, I would, you know, those type of moments. But right. again, it's from action. It's from trying to do something. It's, um, you know, hopefully not intent of, of trying to harm or be, you know, uh, so upset at some way you do something like that. But um, no, it's, I think it happens a lot and it, I guess, the thing that you said, again, got me thinking of, we've got to go through those things. Because if we don't take that risk of breaking our own heart, we're not trying to do anything mm. meaningful. I, I think we're, we're, we're playing it too safe. I think we're sitting back on the sidelines instead of, you know, hey, the old line, coach, put me in, put that's me fun. in, get in the game, you know. Um, that's pretty powerful stuff there, buddy. That is part really, really amazing. Getting comfortable with
1: being uncomfortable. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. And that's the thing that when your heart is there and that emotional piece behind that, you don't want to stir up that emotional piece, right? right? You right. don't want to go through pain. No one wants to go through suffering, you right. know? You don't but sign up for it. Exactly. You really yeah. don't. And that, that's why you have to be willing to break that cycle. You have to find that will within yourself to trust yourself to say, listen, I don't want to go through this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, it's its fascinating when you actually hit that moment, you mm-hmm. know? Um. So moving on, on Tuesday, twelve five. Um, basically I sent out a whole bunch of emails to the staff at Lakeshore for the gifts that I received for my going away party. I finally got around to doing that. The The emails that I got back, yours included, was very uplifting for me. It really was. Because what it said was that, you know, they miss me. And buddy, I miss you guys a lot. I miss them so much, you know. And I, I needed to do that. I really needed to thank everyone for everything. I really did. And the one gift I wanted to kind of point out in this podcast, and not that every gift wasn't special to me because it was, but Marie, uh, you know, she's an English teacher in that building. You know, Marie got me a sign. And the sign says, Anchored in Faith. Mm. Wow. It's amazing. And that Anchored in Faith sign, I look at almost each day while going before I go to work, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's what it is. You know, I, I had to have that faith to go ahead and step outside of the comfort zone that I knew for 10 years mm. and trust going to a new place, you know, working at this new place, being trust able, being able to trust my own skill set that I would be good enough for a place like this, you know, because honestly there, there was doubts in my mind. Sure. You know, there was doubts in my mind indicating whether or not I'd be comfortable or I'd be a good, good fit. But I love it there, you know, and not that I don't miss you guys, but it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, faith is very important here. And, I'll jump into that a little bit down this podcast down the road. How faith hits again—it's really—it's fascinating, but it's unbelievable, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she just made me feel so special, honestly, you know. And I, like,
0: I—I I don't know, I just don't know. It's—it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. To feel she is a, a super teacher and a thousand times even better person. Um, and I'm going you know, I man, I teared up when I heard that that that. Sign is perfect, and that's that's Marie. That's that's who she is. I'm, I'm gonna give her a big hug. I'm gonna go see her. I'm gonna go find her, um, uh, tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna go find her tomorrow and just thank her for that because that's that hit me too, buddy. That's yeah. awesome,
1: yeah. All right, a couple more things I'm gonna share, um, because they're from obviously other podcasts that I listen to. And this one again was from Oprah because this is the, she's on a roll with some of yeah. these guests. I don't even Absolutely. know, like the one I listened to last night and this morning again. I started tearing up, honestly. And I'll, I'll jump in that maybe down the road for another podcast. But the one that I heard next was uh, from someone that she uh, interviewed named Eckhart Toll. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what he said was that uh, what happens to you is not important as how you choose to react to it. So, mm-hmm. once again, let me repeat that. Yep. What happens to you is not important as how you choose to react to it.
0: Your thoughts there. Yeah. I think about, uh, that that conversation happens a lot with kids, where um, they they get so worked up about the act itself uh, of even a friend doing something, saying something, something happening, that they forget about. Okay, what are you doing about it? And can you do something about it? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it mm-hmm. something that's in, in your control or out of your control? Um, and it's funny because you know you and I give advice to these kids all day long, but how are we doing it to give ourselves the same advice? Because it holds true for us too. Absolutely. You know, it is, you know, uh, 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Now, what what you deal with it on, you know, man, that's, that's huge. I took it back to
1: um, all the loss I experienced, you know, mm. and no matter how much like I gave to wanting her to come back, you know, like I, I my heart was always pouring out when I wrote these letters to her. I would write and I would write and I would write and I'm like, maybe I give more energy to it. Maybe she'll come back. Maybe she'll understand where I'm trying to see this. Or maybe she'll see this perspective like she's never seen before. And there was so much energy on trying to change someone that didn't want mm. to change, you know. Mm. And I gave yeah. so much of my time, so much of my strength to something that I knew was kind of like set in stone. Um, and, you know, I, I I don't know what tomorrow holds, honestly, you know. But more than anything, it's, it's that fact that, you know, you try to invest all this energy and it doesn't come back in return. It's, it's disheartening to a certain extent, you know. But you live and learn from those things like that. You really do. You really, really do. All right, buddy. Finally, um, the one last thing I'm going to share uh, happened on this past Friday, uh, 12-8. And it wasn't a Oprah podcast I listened to this time. It was a Sam Crowley podcast I listened to. And Sam interviewed a friend of his. Um, His name is, uh, let me see right here. It is Brent Payne, okay? So Brent Payne got on there. And him and Sam seemed like they went back years ago. They really did. When Sam was really starting his uh, speaking career. And Brent said something so amazing that I had to write it down. And I'm going to repeat it twice because it was that good, okay? And it goes back to Marie's sign of faith that she gave me. What he said was that fear and faith both require the not-knowing aspect. Why not choose faith instead of fear? Mm. So let me repeat that again. Faith and fear both require the not-knowing aspect. Why not choose faith instead of fear? Wow.
0: That's huge. Uh, You know, thinking about it, and it's totally true, first of all. And then to see it in writing, I remember when you sent me that, I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're getting all worked about, worked up about, you know, something that you're fearing, dreading, and it hasn't even happened yet. It's an unknown. Right. 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 That's really what faith is. Right. But you anchor, you try and anchor in faith. Mm. Right. You try to connect with faith and hang your hat on that, that, right. Instead of anchoring in fear. And everything about it, it affects, it'll affect everything if you anchor, if you put your hat on that hook. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Both are unknowns. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you can lean toward the faith part of things, knowing that, hey, man, you know what, if that horrible thing happens, I'll deal with it then. I'll try not to have it happen. I'll do whatever I can to make right. sure, you know, I don't screw up so bad that it does happen, if that's a, if that's the instance. But hanging your hat on faith, it's an unknown too. Why not just always lean on that? Man, that is just a freaking great reminder, man. Wow. I tell all my
1: students that uh, fear represents an acronym for myself, you know? Fear represents false evidence appearing real. Yes. It really does. Yep. And when I realize that I'm starting to get nervous or I feel mm. this anxiety happening because I'm fearful of what will happen next, you know, I then go into a state of mind, okay, what is my higher power trying to teach me here? You know, what... Kind of faith do I need to put a good for- step forward to trust in Him that this is part of His plan? Mm. And sometimes it's hard for me to see because I'm so engrossed in that fear, you know. But I'll be honest with you: when I'm living in that current moment, and that's why all this is kind of interconnected. When I'm living in that current moment, I really don't have any fear at all. I don't, and I just trust my intuition mm. and more than anything, and then I live my day as much as I can live my day. You know, I try to get everything from that particular day, and that's. It's amazing when you start letting go of all that fear. You know, you realize that no one else's opinion really matters to a certain extent, besides your own opinion yourself. And that's that's the thing that I, I gotta. I constantly gotta learn to live myself. I'm sorry, love myself more and more often. And it's tough. It's a tough thing to do because of the loss experience. You know, all those three years, more anything. Oh. All right, buddy. So that's. Uh, that's a little recap of my two two weeks more than anything, you know. And what I do each and every day is I write these little things on blessing cards that I get, you know. Mm-hmm. So I make a huge log of everything that I basically learn about myself, things I need to remind myself consistently, and then just how my higher power is making me see things that I didn't see before. So I write all these on my blessing cards and like I said, I've over, I have over like close to 2,000 blessings now ever since I started this about three years ago. And Asian. it is, it really is, because then I go back. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is how it's feeling. This is what he wanted me to see, like two or, or one year ago, you know. And it's like I've come so far. Mm. I really have. I I love doing this with you. I love sitting down with you, spending good time, putting good content out in regards to sharing the story. And that's what these daily blessings have done more than anything. And that's why. You know, I'm trying to move forward to, uh, you know, branching off, doing this a little bit by myself too. You know, um, developing Jefflip.com. You know, it's getting there, but that's what I'm going to focus on. Really, the career aspects of things, the relationship aspect of things, and how they're all intermixed. Honestly, they really are. They're intertwined more mm-hmm. than anything. Absolutely. What you do in life, and then how you are with people and relationships. That's that's all intermixed. There's I can't find one thing without the other. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And so it's it's amazing what you can do in just a synopsis of two weeks, what you can see. Mm.
0: So, yeah, the discipline, the the habit that you have started of doing that so long ago, yeah, got me thinking. I did a gratitude journal way back when. Mm. Oh my god, I did it. I don't know, it was a couple years worth possibly, and just kind of petered out. Just kind of forgot about it. Just right. kind of, you know, I found myself being uh, grateful for similar things day in and day out. Right. Couldn't find anything new. Uh, and guess who got me started with that? Oprah. <laughs> Way back when, you know. Um, but you're right. I mean, you find you find these little niches of uh, these helpful hints. And um, so I definitely, you know, I did a show a while back. I'm going to have to revisit it and do it again. And Jeff, I'll probably uh, will get you involved in this too, because this is exactly what you were talking about today. These podcasts that you're listening to and the, the value that you're getting from them. Yeah. Uh, is huge because we have both talked. And I know I've hammered it home to uh, the audience out there listening. You can't just listen to one thing. I don't think there's just too many good things out there. There's also other things you you know. There's a bunch of not so good things out there too. Absolutely. But um, boy, once you make connections with these things that speak to your heart, uh, these different podcasts, the different books, you're expanding your relationships. You're expanding your knowledge base. Your um, your your flow of information coming in. And boy, does it really change your heart, change your life, get you thinking, expands it. Because remember, once your brain is expanded and you're thinking of new things, it can't go back to the same crappy way you were thinking before. The brain doesn't work that way, right? And I've I've figured that out and I like it. Um, It's just pretty powerful. The stuff that you shared today, uh, I'm walking out of here a better person than I was before stopping by today so this is just this is awesome
1: it's like getting a new iPhone the way you were describing it really is right it's like when the newest iPhone comes out and yeah. you get it why would I ever go back to the other iPhone Absolutely. you know what I'm saying yeah. so I, I love how you put it like that and I never thought of it like that until you just said it in that context you know yep. but that's that's powerful stuff because I never want to go back oh. to learning the hard stuff you know what right. I'm saying I never want to go back to that pain I never want to go back to that suffering you know Man. that that I've experienced before. But, you know, living each day in the current moment with the relationships that I have into my life right now, they're tenfold. just making me see how fresh life can be, you know, how awesome life can be. So it's, it's like I said, it's a blessing to do this with you, honestly. It, it's the fact that we get to connect on a, a very good level sharing a story. Yep. And um, I think all the time it comes back down to the relationships that you see no matter what you are, no matter what we're honestly discussing. So it's, it's fascinating, honestly.
0: Mm. Well, let me tell you, you've helped me. And I know you've helped other people that have listened to this. But uh, I'd, I'd like to think, um, I'm definitely, I think, more humbled and more uh, amazed since I get to sit with you live. <laughs> uh, because there's certain things now that over the phone, this wasn't happening. Right. As far as, you know, right. it was great stuff over the phone, and I know we're going to probably have to do a few of them here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this live stuff, there's the emotion, there's yeah. the pats on the back, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. looking in your eyes right now, and yeah. uh, just amazing stuff. Wow. Fantastic. Man, I look forward to uh, getting together again. And this is nice, sitting together, very comfortable, very homey, uh, you know, very warm. And it's freezing outside, and uh, this, I'm very blessed to have you, uh, you know, have me uh, here at your home. I really am. I'm thankful for it. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, brother. All right, man. All right, hope this helps you guys. Uh, boy, oh boy, I'm, I'm fired up. This is exciting. Okay, we'll be in touch. Uh, I'll get this out probably in the next week or so. Roll out a couple shows here uh, a couple days apart. But uh, I hope you're enjoying this. And, and do me a favor and do Jeff a favor. Share this with some people. Uh, I, I think there's some people out there that you know, wherever you're at, that could benefit just from a few nuggets that he, he's tossing out here. And he's helping me with a couple things that, that come to my mind because of what he's sharing, and I hope I hope you find that. But share it with you. You know, the ratings, uh, you know, Ego Boost, that's always nice, but it really kind of helps other people find this show, okay? So if you can figure out, I know iTunes um, maybe not be the easiest way to find how to leave those ratings, but a five-star rating would be fantastic to help other people kind of connect with this and uh, just find those little success pieces to, to their puzzle. Everybody's puzzle is a little bit different. It's got some common pieces to it, but everybody's puzzle needs uh, some different size pieces to go in there. And Jeff's definitely bringing in some for our, our, our puzzle, that's for sure. All right, you guys, take care of yourselves. We'll talk again soon. See you. <music>